Hi everyone, welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. I am so excited to be back and recording this. I apologize for this episode going live a little bit later than usual. I did just come back from a week's trip in Florida, and I kind of wanted to just take that time to be present and enjoy my vacation and not have to worry about any work and relax, but I was just there for a wedding and it was absolutely stunning. I had the best time. OGs on here know that I love Florida, so I was really in my element there. <laughs> but one of my family members on my mom's side got married and the venue was so beautiful. It made me want to have a southern wedding. It was an outdoor wedding and the weather couldn't have been more perfect. But there were live oak trees, there was a pond with a fountain in it, there were little ducks walking around, and they had chandeliers and lights hanging from the trees, and they were all lit up at night. It was so pretty, and the bride actually rode in on a horse and carriage. I literally felt like I was in a movie. It was just so beautiful, and I really enjoyed myself. But of course, while we were there, we did go to the beach and do other things. Our hotel was super nice. I loved our stay there. The staff was amazing. I was talking to the housekeepers and all of the servers and everything. They were all super sweet. But it had a restaurant and a tiki bar and a lazy river. It was also beachfront. So it was so nice to be able to just like walk out onto the beach and not have to worry about parking and carrying chairs. I don't know about you guys, but I literally hate having to carry all of my chairs and coolers and umbrellas to the beach. That's like the worst thing ever, especially when you're leaving and you're tired. Like, I just hate carrying all that. <laughs> but, you know, I had to wake up super early to watch the sunrise every day. I literally got up at 5.30 every single morning on our trip, which is something that I never do. I'm only willing to wake up super early like that when I'm on vacation. I got like no sleep the whole trip, but it was just so pretty and peaceful there. There weren't that many people there because it's off season. A lot of people go to the beach during June to August. A lot of people don't really go during October, but I saw a lot of people on the beach doing yoga and the girl next to me was meditating. I've never wanted to be a local so bad in my life and do that every day. Like they just seemed like they were living the life. But <laughs> yeah, our hotel had two hot tubs also and fire pits. So every night I was outside just chilling in the hot tub or sitting by the fire. It was just a vibe and I had so much fun on that trip. And we ate at a few different restaurants as well. I didn't want to eat at the hotel the whole time. I like to venture out. And one thing about me is that whenever I'm traveling, I do not like to eat at chain restaurants that I could eat at home or eat food that I could eat at home. I like trying the mom and pop shops and the local diners and the local food. I'm not a picky eater, so I like experiencing different foods and places to eat. But I ate seafood literally the entire time. I was craving it so bad. And southern food as well. I love southern food so much. I have family from North Carolina and they introduced me to it during a family reunion a few years back and I just fell in love with it. It was the first time I ever had biscuits and gravy. But during this trip, I had lobster mac and cheese, crab cake, 
coconut shrimp and shrimp and grits some of you probably just cringed so bad when i said that i know a lot of people hate grits my brother does because of the texture but i think they're so good the restaurant that i got them at served them new orleans style so they had garlic and olive oil on them so i had to get it and we also ate at this retro diner it was so cool if you're ever in Pensacola, go eat at the Scenic 90 Cafe. It was really cute in there, and the food was great, and the service was amazing. I also recommend the Native Cafe if you're ever there. I got French toast there, and it was so bomb. It was stuffed with cream cheese, and they had powdered sugar on top, and it was really cute in there. They had all these paintings on the wall that I'm pretty sure were local art, and they were selling them. So it was just cool to see all of the artwork in there as well. But aside from my trip, when I got back, I posted this on my podcast Instagram story. As much as I love traveling and going out of town, I honestly missed doing my daily hot girl walks and driving in my car and going to Starbucks every day. I never thought that I would say that I kind of missed being home and doing all of that, but that's just one of my favorite things to do. And we also had a rental car on the trip that we had to share. So it wasn't like I could just go and drive wherever I wanted to go if someone else in my family took the car. And our hotel only served hot coffee. So I was craving my iced pumpkin spice latte the whole time. I felt like I was going crazy. I only had coffee one time the entire trip, which is nothing for me. I usually have it every single morning, which is definitely not great. I'm actually addicted to it and I need to work on that. But... <laughs> I don't know. Today was my first day home and it just felt so good to go on a walk, drive in my own car and play my own music and just get my Starbucks. And I'm so excited to be working on this episode. I've been looking forward to this one for so long, but I do have tons of content from my trip that I will be posting. I already posted some of them. If you want to go check out my TikTok or my Instagram, I post travel and fashion content on my Instagram. And then on my TikTok, I post all sorts of things. I would like to say that I have a niche, but I don't on there. I post everything imaginable. Lots of get ready with me's, tutorials, travel content, fashion and beauty content, and of course, self-care and motivation content. So yeah, be sure to check out my other socials if you want to see what I'm up to outside of the podcast and what I'm doing in my day to day. But now we are going to move on to the weekly affirmation. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I allow myself to be taken care of just as I have taken care of others. This one hits so deep for me. I'm not going to give you guys a whole sob story and go super into detail, but during my childhood, I did have to grow up very fast and I felt like I was always taking care of other people and kind of neglecting my own needs and my own feelings and I developed this hyper independence and I never liked asking for help. I never liked being vulnerable and letting my guard down and showing my emotions and I've learned that there is absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help. There is nothing wrong with depending on others and letting other people take control and take care of you. You can't do everything by yourself. Otherwise, you're going to isolate yourself and you're going to burn yourself out. And that's not good. I had to learn that the hard way. So it's important to learn how to be in your receiving energy and let other people 
help you and take care of you sometimes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that and you're not weak for needing other people. But that was the affirmation for today. Now we're going to move on to the weekly favorites. If you're new and you don't know what I'm talking about again, in the beginning of every episode, I also share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I have been on a baking kick recently. I don't really enjoy cooking that much, honestly, but I've always loved to bake. Ever since I was little, I always thought that it was so fun and I love doing it, especially during this time of year in the fall and winter because I feel like it gives me something to do and it keeps me busy rather than just sitting around the house when it's cold doing nothing and I love sweets. There's nothing better to me than something that is sweet and freshly baked and warm out of the oven. So recently I have been making Halloween themed treats. I made mommy brownies two weeks ago and they turned out literally so cute. I was obsessed with them. I almost didn't want to eat them because I thought that they were adorable and I didn't want them to go away but Last week, I also went to my best friend's house and we baked cookies and watched Hocus Pocus. It was actually my first time watching it. It was so good. And then I also made little Frankenstein Rice Krispie treats. I thought that they were the cutest things ever. But I've been posting everything I've been making on my TikTok and my Instagram if you want to check it out. And I also plan on making a lot more. I want to do Christmas and Thanksgiving treats as well. But if you're looking for something to do when the weather gets cold and you're stuck in the house... I highly recommend baking. It's so fun. It's time consuming. You can play Halloween or Christmas music while doing it and get in the spirit. And it's just fun to make themed treats for that for the holidays and decorate them. But yeah, that was the weekly favorite. Now we're finally going to get into our topic for today. So as you can see by the title, today I'm going to be talking about my Sunday reset routine. Sundays have recently become my favorite day of the week. It used to be Saturday, but I love Sundays now because I just love taking that day to chill and prep and organize for the upcoming week. And it's so nice to reset and have a fresh start. I think that that's another reason why I like Sundays so much. I just love the feeling of knowing that another week is about to start and I like preparing and getting ready for that. And I also like the feeling of knowing that I'm going into the next week with all of my tasks and errands done and I'm setting my upcoming week up for success. And I like having a set day to do all of these things because I feel like it keeps me on track. But this is just a warning. My Sunday reset routine is a lot. It's not for the week. I do a lot of things. <laughs> Obviously, if you want to follow along with this routine, you don't have to do every single thing that I do. You can add or take off as many tasks as you want. But this is just what a typical Sunday will look like for me. So I saw a girl on Pinterest a while ago list her Sunday reset routine and she broke it down into three parts and I really liked it. I was inspired by it. The three parts were one, get it together, two, self care and three, wind down. And I really like that model because when you're preparing for the upcoming week, you want to get it together, plan, prep, clean, organize. 
You want to do your self-care, nourish your body, take care of your body, and then finally wind down and have some relaxation time. So if you're trying to come up with your own Sunday reset routine, I highly recommend following this model. That's what I did. And I think that way first you can get all of your tasks and errands done and then you can wind down later on in the day. I always like to get my to-do list done first and out of the way so that I can relax later and not have to worry about it and have it be in the back of my head. I don't like to procrastinate things that I need to get done. So this model definitely helps me and has been working for me. So starting with our get it together section, the first thing that I will do is laundry. This includes obviously my clothes, but also bedding, bath towels, and shoes as well. For me, there is no better feeling than getting into clean sheets and taking a shower and having freshly clean bath towels to dry off with, but you should be washing your sheets at least once a week and changing your towels twice a week. And it's really important to change your pillowcases as well because if you think about it, you're doing your skincare at night and some of your products are getting on your pillow. Also, if you self-tan, I do, that's getting on your pillow and your sheets and the hair products and oils you use are getting on your pillowcases and that can definitely harbor bacteria and cause acne if you're not washing them frequently. So I always make sure to do that on Sundays. And like I mentioned earlier, I like to wash my shoes every Sunday as well. This might sound a little extreme to some. I know some people go weeks without washing their shoes, but I have two pairs of tennis shoes that I wear very frequently. I pretty much wear them everywhere. I wear them to work out in, go shopping in, run errands in, work in, and it it just makes me feel better knowing that they are clean for the week and shoes are so dirty when you think about it that's why people don't wear them in the house because imagine all the things you're stepping in in public spaces you're sweating in them when you're working out you're getting dirt on them so personally I feel better cleaning them frequently and I usually let them air dry so I will wash them in the morning so that they have the entire rest of the day and night to dry so that they're dry for the next day for me to use them. So that's why laundry is my first step in my Sunday reset routine because I like to let my shoes air dry. But I always make sure to fold my laundry and put it away as well. I do not like when my laundry piles up. It stresses me out. Like when there is just a huge pile on the floor or in the hamper, immediately no. I just feel claustrophobic in my own space when I see a big pile like that. And then it also just gets wrinkled if you don't fold it or hang it up right away. And I think that you're just creating more work for yourself if you procrastinate and don't put it away because then you have to iron or steam everything or rewash it. So Sundays are always my big days for laundry. I usually end up doing four or five loads and folding and putting all of it away. Yes, it's time consuming, but it's worth it to me because it just feels good for me to know that I have clean clothes for the week. I'm not going to be frantically running around in the mornings trying to find something to wear because Everything I have is dirty. My shoes are going to be nice and clean. They smell good. I have clean sheets and pillowcases to get into and my bath towels are ready whenever I take a shower next. So that is honestly one of the most important steps in my Sunday reset routine, maybe even the most important one out of all of them. So the next thing that I do in the get it together section is updating my planner. 
I am the type of person that always needs things written down. I'm always making lists. I like having a planner. I like writing things in my notes app. You guys should see my notes app. It's just full of so many random things that I write in it. <laughs> I just don't like having a bunch of things that I need to do in the back of my head because it stresses me out. It feels like too much when I do that and I tend to get overwhelmed. So I like to break it down, plan how and when I'm going to accomplish those things and then execute them. I just like being organized so that I don't forget anything and so that I'm on track. So every Sunday, I will take time to sit down and update my planner on the things that I want to get done for the week. I understand some of you guys are not content creators, but I like to plan out the TikToks I want to film, what days I want to batch the content, what series I want to do. I'm currently working on a fall series, so go check me out on TikTok or Instagram. The link is below. <laughs> but also what brand deals I have when I need to record for them. But I will also plan the podcast episode I want to work on for the week, when I can sit down and record, when I can edit and upload, all sorts of things. Obviously, if you're not a content creator, you can write other things in your planner. I like to write down what days I want to work out and when, what type of workouts I want to do, such as arms, legs, Pilates, or even just walking. I like having my routine set and planned out for all of that. If you're in school, you could also write down what assignments are due and when, what days you want to work on certain things. If you live alone or with a roommate or you're the one who primarily buys the groceries and makes the meals, you could make a meal plan and figure out what days you can go shopping, what meals you want to have and what foods you need to buy. I even plan out what days I want to wash my hair. Like, I am crazy when it comes to planning, but <laughs> it just kind of gives me a sense of security that I have everything figured out. I don't have to do all of those things at once. All I have is a to-do list for each day that I can do little by little, and I just feel like doing this on Sundays sets me up for the week and I'm prepared. So yeah, every Sunday, I recommend taking just 10 minutes to sit down and write down the things that you need to get done and write out your to-do list for the week. So the next task that I wrote in the get it together portion is cleaning your makeup brushes. This is an absolute must for me, a non-negotiable. I wear makeup a lot, honestly. I wear it to work every day and then on my off days, I'm usually creating content or I'm with friends or going out. So I'm wearing makeup for that too. And I try to give my skin breaks as much as I can and have no makeup days once in a while. But being so real, I wear makeup very, very frequently. So it's really important for me to have clean brushes and tools. If you don't wear makeup as often as I do and every Sunday is too often for you, maybe do it every other Sunday, but it is recommended to clean your brushes every seven to 10 days. But with how often I wear it, I do it every single week because your brushes can collect a lot of bacteria and that's not good to be putting on your face every day. And I have acne prone skin, so I don't want to risk that causing me to break out because I break out extremely easily. I'm still trying to perfect my skincare routine. But anyways, I usually do this every Sunday morning because I like to let my brushes air dry as well. 
and I want to make sure that they're completely dry for me to use the next morning. So I like to let them sit all day and overnight. I've heard of some people using hair dryers to dry their brushes, but I've heard that that's actually not recommended because it can damage the bristles. So if you have expensive brushes, I recommend not blow drying them and just letting them air dry. But of course, you can do your own research and do whatever works best for you. But I did just buy a new makeup brush shampoo that I've been really liking from Amazon. It's from the brand EcoTools. It's made of recyclable plastic. It's vegan, cruelty-free, and it's free of parabens and sulfates. It has really good reviews on Amazon, which is why I actually bought it. I've never bought anything from that brand before, but I really like the shampoo from them, so I will continue to buy from them. But... I will have it linked in my storefront below in the show notes for those of you that are interested. But yeah, I just love starting the week off with a set of fresh, clean makeup brushes. I hate using dirty brushes. Like by the time Saturday rolls around, I can't wait to clean them again. I think I don't like it because it's like I literally just washed my face and cleansed it in the morning and now I feel like I'm getting it dirty all over again and I feel like I'm going to break out when my applicators aren't clean. So that is a must in my Sunday reset routine. If you've been breaking out a lot recently and you don't clean your makeup brushes often, that is something that I recommend trying and adding into your routine. It's definitely helped me control my skin a little bit more and I really recommend that brush shampoo that I mentioned. I think that that has helped my acne more as well because before, honestly, I was just using regular soap in my house to clean my brushes and I'm sure they had harsh chemicals and ingredients in them that aren't good for your skin. But that is something that I like doing every Sunday so that I'm set for the week. I have clean brushes to use and I don't know, it just makes me feel good and prepared. <laughs> So the last thing that I put in the get it together portion is cleaning your space, meaning your entire space, your room, your bathroom, your kitchen, everything. One thing I cannot stand is a messy space. I feel like I can't even relax until it's done because all I'm thinking about is how messy it is and everything that I need to do. And for me, a clear space is a clear mind. I'm so big on that. I'm a firm believer in that. If you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, clean your space and watch how much better you will feel. I promise. For me, it's like an instant weight off my shoulders and it's so relieving. I just do not like living in a cluttered, dirty, messy, and unorganized space. I like everything to be in its place and clean. So I will clean my room. I do laundry and put it away, like I said earlier. I will change my sheets and remake my bed. I will vacuum and Swiffer. I also empty out the trash in my room and I change the bag. I have one of those little mini trash cans in my room next to my bed that I'll just throw like little gum wrappers and tissues away, little things like that. Um, I also like to wipe down hard surfaces like my vanity and my dresser. In my bathroom, I will always wipe down the sink and the mirror. I clean the toilets. I also have those little mini rugs in my bathroom, so I like to wash those once a week because I'm stepping all over them and I'm getting water on them when I get out of the shower, so I like those to be clean. Um, while I'm washing those rugs, I like to sweep and then Swiffer, like I said. I will also clean the tub and the shower head. A lot of people miss the shower head and it's really important to clean them regularly because if you don't, it can cause mineral buildup and 
we don't want that. In the kitchen, I always make sure that the dishes are washed and put away. I will wipe down the sink and the fridge and go through that to make sure none of the food is old or expired. Of course, I will empty out the trash and take out the recycling. Our trash and recycling day is actually on Sundays anyways, so it kind of works out perfectly. And I also like to wipe down the table, the microwave, and all of the countertops, and then I will sweep and mop in there as well. In our living room, I like to vacuum and I like to fold all of the throw blankets and pillows just to make the couch look nice. I will wipe down our coffee table as well. And just to add a nice little touch, I always light some sort of candle, incense, or wax melt just to make the space smell nice and welcoming. But I also like to clean my car on Sundays as well. I don't wash it every single week because I don't always have the time, but I like to just make sure that there isn't any trash or wrappers in my car. Sometimes I will forget to take my straw wrappers out from Starbucks, so I like checking to make sure all of that is thrown away. Sometimes I also have a bad habit of leaving change in my cup holder, so I take that out and I like to put it back into my wallet. And every once in a while, I will put a new car freshener in so that it just smells nice whenever I get into my car. Black ice has been my favorite for the longest. It smells like cologne, but I think it smells so good. Every time someone gets in my car, they comment on the scent, but I just like for my car to smell fresh and clean whenever I get into it. But yeah, having a clean space is super essential for me. I like coming home to a space where I feel like I can completely relax and be completely in my element and at peace. I honestly believe that keeping a clean space is good for you and it means you respect yourself and love yourself enough to do so. I've done a lot of research and I've read that keeping a clean environment is not only great for your mental health, it also improves focus, sleep quality, and it reduces stress. So I think it's important to do this during your Sunday reset routine so that you feel refreshed, you're bringing your stress levels down, and you have a nice, clean, zen, clutter-free space to set you up for success for the upcoming week. Because let's be real, who wants to come home on a Monday night from work or school to a super messy and dirty house? No one. I would absolutely dread coming home to that. So I think it's better to do it the day before so that you're not having to do all these things after a long day and it's in the back of your mind and stressing you out. So now we're going to move on to the self-care portion of our Sunday reset routine. The first thing that I wrote for this portion is doing some sort of low-impact, low-intensity workout. I usually work out during the week and Saturdays are always my rest days, usually because I'm almost always busy on Saturdays. I can't even remember the last Saturday where I didn't have plans or things to do. That's usually my day to either hang out with friends, see family, or batch content because I don't work on Saturdays. So on Sundays, I like to do some sort of chill workout because during the week, I'm usually doing higher intensity workouts and I'm just on go mode on weekdays. And Sundays for me are all about relaxation. So I usually don't feel like doing extreme workouts if I'm 
doing other errands or other things around my house. I like to do something that is just calm and refreshing. So for me, this usually is something as simple as just taking a walk. I like going on my local trail and getting fresh air. Sometimes I will take my dog. I love walking during the fall. This is my favorite time to do it because it isn't that hot out and his paws won't burn if I'm walking him. But it has been a tradition every Sunday for my dog and I to go on a walk and then go get Starbucks afterwards. I'll get him a little pop cup while we're there and it's so funny because he knows the routine now. Like he literally recognizes the Starbucks parking lot and he'll start to whine and get super excited when I'm ordering at the drive-thru. It's so funny but <laughs> on Sundays I usually only walk for like a half hour normally I will do an hour but like I said on Sundays I just want to relax so this means a slow paced calm walk it's more about mental relaxation and clarity for me than it is the exercise but I also like doing yoga meditation and pilates just something very chill but will get my body moving and make it feel good and will kind of refresh my brain. So I'm not saying you have to go do a HIIT workout or run 10 miles, but I suggest doing some sort of low-intensity workout that you enjoy that makes you feel good and refreshed for the upcoming week. And this actually leads me to my next one. The reason that I like to work out on Sundays is because afterwards I like to take my everything shower, which includes washing my hair. So I like to get my last workout in before I wash my hair. There is nothing I hate more than washing my hair and working out afterwards and getting it sweaty and gross. So I don't know. I always like to just get my last workout in before I take my everything shower so I feel nice and fresh. But I do so much for my everything shower. The first step is always grabbing my speaker and playing music. I usually will go on Spotify and I will just search up everything shower playlist and play someone else's because I haven't had the time to sit down and create my own yet. But I just love having music in the background. It sets the scene. And then after that, I will exfoliate and shave. Usually my self-tan from the week is faded and patchy by that point. So I like to exfoliate and get all of that off. But after I shave, I will wash my hair. I always wash it twice. I've read that you're supposed to wash your hair twice because the first wash removes the dirt and the residue and then the second wash locks in the nourishing benefits from the shampoo. Whether this is true or not, I still like washing my hair twice because my hair is so long and thick. I feel like it's hard to completely clean it the first wash. So I like to go in a second time and just make sure that I got everything. I also use a lot of product in my hair like dry shampoo, oils, heat protectant. So I just like washing my hair twice to make sure I get all of that out. But then after that, I like to deep condition my hair or use a treatment mask. I've really been liking Shea Moistures. It smells really good and my hair feels incredible and so soft afterwards. So I recommend that one. But do your research and use whatever works best for your hair type. But then after that, I will wash my body. You're supposed to wash your body last because the product from your conditioner can actually break you out. So you want to make sure that you're getting all of that off. 
if you struggle with body acne or back acne, that can definitely cause that. So make sure that washing your body is the last step in your shower routine. But once I'm out of the shower, I love putting essential oils on my body. It really just locks in that moisture. I've really been liking jojoba oil. I also use Palmer's cocoa oil and it's literally my favorite stuff in the entire world. It makes your skin feel like velvet and it smells like chocolate and it doesn't have that sticky residue. That's one thing that I never really liked about putting lotion or oils on my skin. I just never liked that sticky heavy feeling that oil does not have that i do have it linked in my storefront if y'all want it but yeah i just like for my skin to feel super moisturized and glowy whenever i get out of the shower but then after i'm out of the shower i like to oil pull i'll move on to like my oral hygiene routine if you guys don't know what that is it's basically swishing around raw coconut oil in your mouth it's supposed to whiten your teeth remove bacteria and help with cavities I used to whiten my teeth a lot with strips and it made my teeth feel extremely sensitive. So I prefer doing it this way now. And I like using natural remedies more. It just makes me feel better personally. But yeah, I do this three to four times a week and especially on Sundays after my everything shower because I'm already doing another 100 steps. So why not add some more? But I've definitely noticed a difference from doing this, so I've added it into my weekly routine. But the last thing that I wrote for the self-care portion is doing a pedicure every Sunday. Guys, when I tell you that I used to let my toenails go for months with chipped polish and just looking terrible, I'm not kidding. I would always do this in the winter because I was like, well, no one's going to see it. But it's not about that. I like doing it for myself. It makes me feel pulled together when I have a fresh pedicure that looks nice. It doesn't matter if anyone's going to see it or not. I have to see it every day and I want it to look nice. Like if I'm seeing it every day when I get in the shower and when I'm changing my socks or shoes, I want them to look good. And <laughs> I just like the feeling of having nice looking toes, especially when it matches my manicure. It makes me feel super coordinated and pulled together and you don't have to go spend the money to go get them professionally done if you don't want to I don't even do that I do them myself I literally got three dollar nail polish from TJ Maxx and we're rocking with that but while you're at it you could also do a foot mask or use some cuticle oil like I said I will exfoliate in the shower but after I'm done doing my toes I will put on lotion and my moisturizing socks on afterwards I would tell you guys where I got them, but they were gifted to me from someone else for Christmas. They're pretty much just fuzzy socks, and I think they lock in the moisture from the lotion or the sprays that you're using. I'm sure you could find something similar on Amazon, but yeah, no dry cracked feet over here that feel like sandpaper. I like my feet to feel soft and moisturized, and I like them to look nice. That's just something that I'm kind of weird about, but you don't have to do this step if you don't want to, if it's too much for your routine. It's just something that I enjoy and makes me feel good and put together. I swear it's the little habits that benefit your mental health and set you up for success. I don't know how to describe it, but just doing really simple things that you enjoy and make you feel good can make your day or week 
10 times better, I swear. But yeah, I love doing my weekly pedicures. So we are finally moving on to our last portion, which is the wind down portion. My absolute favorite part. Nothing compares to the feeling of a Sunday night where you are just in bed, in fresh sheets, with a fresh shower, watching your favorite show. It's the best feeling ever. I look forward to it so much. But <laughs> the first thing that I wrote in this portion is setting the scene. So for me, this means dimming the lights. I always turn off the overhead lights and I close my blinds and I will turn on a lamp. I will also light some candles. I'm very big on mood lighting. I find it really hard to relax when overhead lighting is on. I can't stand it. When I need to relax, I always use lamps, little twinkle lights I have in my room, or candles for light. I don't know. I just can't get tired with a big, bright light in my face. I need it to be dark. Maybe that's just me. But also to set the scene, I like to use pillow spray. I use the lavender one from Dr. Teal's, and it's infused with melatonin, and I swear that stuff knocks me out immediately. It's the best. I love the smell of it, too. I've always loved the scent of lavender. I think it smells so fresh and good. I have that linked in my storefront as well. Pretty much everything I mentioned in this episode is in there. I need to stop saying that, honestly, but aromatherapy is just the best when I'm trying to relax. I feel like I'm in a spa when I have essential oils going, and I really like the scent of essential oils. Sometimes I prefer that over candles and wax melts that are just super strong and have chemicals and stuff in them. Sometimes they give me a headache, and it's just nicer to have a lighter scent going in the diffuser. But I'm going to put a warning here. Some essential oils are toxic to dogs and pets. So if you use essential oils or you plan on buying some after this episode, please do your research so that you're keeping your pets safe. I believe eucalyptus, cinnamon, peppermint, and I think tea tree oil are all toxic to dogs there are more but please look into that if you plan on using them or buying some now that we got that out of the way sorry i wanted to just say that and add that in there very quickly because i did not know that for the longest time honestly i saw a tiktok video about it and apparently a lot of other people didn't know that as well based off of the comments so since i have a pretty big audience on here i wanted to just say that to make sure everyone is aware but anyways, another thing that I like doing to relax is drinking tea. I never used to be a tea drinker. I've always been a coffee person, but I recently started drinking it at night and I've been loving it. Warm drinks always just make me feel cozy and tired, but I usually will have either chamomile tea or peppermint tea. I love peppermint so much. I love it in my hot chocolate. I get pumps of peppermint in my iced coffee. I just love the taste of it. I always have. So I really like the tea. But make sure if you do get either of these teas that they are caffeine free. Otherwise, you're going to be up all night and not be able to relax. And we don't want that. That's the opposite of what we want. <laughs> the ones that I have linked are both caffeine free and I love them. They have great reviews on Amazon and they're super affordable and I think they're just perfect for whenever you're trying to relax. And I also think they're great for this time of year, the fall and winter. They're great for sore throats and colds too or if you just want a warm drink to 
warm up and feel cozy. But yeah, like I said, I never used to drink tea. I actually used to not like it at all. I thought it was gross. I've always been a coffee person, like I said, but my mom has always been a tea drinker and she's kind of the one that put me on to it. And now I like it a lot. It's also good if you add honey to it, but yeah, I just love drinking it on Sundays after my everything shower. The hot water from the shower and the hot tea always just tires me out. So once I'm done setting the scene and getting comfortable, I like to just lay in bed and watch Netflix for a little bit. My current watch is season five of Love is Blind. I just started it and I believe I'm on episode four. I've watched all four seasons and that show is so good. I could binge watch a whole season in one day. I'm like glued to the TV when I watch it. It hasn't gotten that interesting yet, but I've heard that this season is really juicy from from TikTok and the best one yet apparently. I didn't want any spoilers though so I don't know what happens but I usually watch one episode of a show or a short documentary before bed. I don't really like getting into something super long because then I feel like I need to stay up and finish the whole thing. Like I don't like to watch a two and a half hour movie or watch a series that is really long and has lots of seasons and episodes that's just me though. I watch a lot of true crime documentaries before bed too. Some people laugh when I tell them that because they're like, don't they scare you and keep you awake? But they really don't bother me in that way. But then after I watch an episode of a show, I like to read before bed. The reason that I do this is because the blue light from your phone or laptop or TV can actually keep you awake. It suppresses the body's release of melatonin. And I didn't know that until this year. And I noticed that when I go on my phone or watch TV right before bed, I have a really hard time falling asleep. Like I will just lay there with my eyes shut for an hour. And I honestly believe that it's because of the blue light because I've never had problems with sleeping. And the only time that I do is when I'm up late on my phone or watching Netflix right before I try going to bed. So to help with that, I like reading a little bit before bed. It really tires me out, especially if I'm reading a nonfiction educational book that is just not that exciting. It makes me so tired. And I usually set a goal to read 10 to 20 pages of a book every day anyways, so this kind of helps with my goal. It's killing two birds with one stone by making me tired and also educating me at the same time. I've always preferred nonfiction, educational, and self-improvement books, so I like that I'm not only being productive, but it also helps me sleep. But yeah, that is everything that I do for my Sunday reset routine. I know that this was a lot, but those are all of the things that I feel truly benefit my mental and physical health so much, and they relieve so much stress and help me prepare for the week and set myself up for success and an amazing week. Like I said, you do not have to follow my exact routine. Feel free to just use this as a model and add or drop as many things as you would like and do what works best for you. But I think that this will benefit a lot of you guys if you follow along with it. I know it's helped me significantly and it makes me feel more organized and put together. And like I said a million times in this episode, everything that I mentioned will be linked in my Amazon storefront down below in the show notes if anything that I mentioned is of interest. 
But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, especially if you've listened this far. If you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you followed the podcast, left a five-star rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you know when I post next. If you're new, feel free to also follow me on the podcast Instagram. It is at Growing With Joe Podcast, but I will have that linked as well. I post tweets, reels, quotes, affirmations, and I also post polls so that you guys can vote on the next episode topic and what you want to hear. So make sure that you follow me on there so that you don't miss out on that. And like I said earlier, feel free to follow me on my main socials as well. I post lots of fun content on my TikTok and my Instagram. I've been very active on both recently. I've been posting on TikTok every single day for a few months now. And I think you guys will really like the content that I've been putting out on there. So yeah, I think that is all I have to say. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.